What's up? Welcome to another episode of Q to Review. I'm your host, Keese. And uh, yeah, we back at it. So uh, we're going to jump into some movie news. And the best news of the year so far, in my opinion, uh, the Blade reboot is to begin filming uh, later in the year. No set date yet, but I mean, that's fantastic news. I've been waiting for a Blade reboot for a while. I wish it was uh, Brother Wesley that was you know, coming back, but hey, I'm, I'm excited to see what Mahershala brings to the table. He's a really good actor. Uh, more good news. A Quiet Place 2 release date has been moved up to Memorial Day. So, you know, that's a good thing. It looks like uh, movie theaters are starting to maybe open back up. Maybe some big releases in theaters. Fingers crossed. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Marvel reportedly has a new X-Men movie in development titled The Mutants. So definitely can't wait to see that. Huge X-Men fan. I uh, just hope they don't mess up the Wolverine casting. Oh. Uh, let's see. Minions movie uh, delayed until 2022. Uh, it's probably going to crush my son. Uh, he, he loves those movies. Let's see. Jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been cast as Jiminy Cricket in the live-action Pinocchio movie. Uh, I'm not excited at all for a Pinocchio movie, but I am curious to see how, you know, JGL does in that role, so I'll check it out. I'm not going to see it in theaters, but if it's on Disney+, Plus, I'll check it out. Speaking of Disney+, Plus, they are going up $1 at the end of this month, so, yeah. You gotta pay more and a little more for the crack. Anyway... Uh, that's it from movie news this week. And uh, now for this week's film, it's only right, seeing as though it's the film's 30th anniversary. Uh, we're going to do New Jack City. Living, living, living just enough. Wesley Snipes. We will own the city. Ice team. Alan Payne, Chris Rock, Mario Van Peebles, Christopher Williams, Vanessa Williams, Tracy Camilla Johns, and Judd Nelson. This is Detective Nick Peretti, big crazy jarhead, motorcycle freak, reject cop, just like you, Scotty. On the streets, there's a fine line between wrong and right. Good and bad between those who enforce the law. It is a war out there. And those who break it. Gone are the days of selling on the street corners, dark alleyways in the back rooms of some bummy ass bar. We ain't with that no more. In a city where survival depends on friends. It's always business. Never personal. On family. We gotta look out for one another. On trust. On loyalty, on power. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am! A family out to run a city are up against cops who know its streets. This ain't business. This is personal. This is big business. This is the American way. City. Oh, 
All right. So, uh, New Jack City is directed by Mario Van Peoples, who also starred in the film. Uh, this is the biggest film he's ever directed, and it was actually the first film he's actually directed. Um, he's directed uh, a lot of episodes of like very popular television shows, such as 21 Jump Street, Sons of Anarchy, Damages, Law and Order, Loss, uh, NCIS, you know, just to name a few. The movie stars Wesley Snipes, Ice-T, Alan Payne. Uh, this is actually two weeks in a row I'm doing an Alan Payne movie, if I'm not mistaken. I think last week I did Vampire in Brooklyn, so yeah. Um, it also stars Chris Rock, who did a fantastic job making us believe he was smoking The Rock. And, you know, of course, like I said, it stars Mario Van Peoples and Michael Michelle. So the film came out in 1991. Um, I know I had no business watching this movie when I saw it. Uh, I don't remember when or where exactly I saw it for the first time. Um, I know it was definitely in the early 90s, might have been 1991. Um, you know, but I definitely know, I'm willing to bet that my cousin Clinet was involved in me seeing the movie. Um, you know, she put me up on all the cool stuff growing up, movies like this, uh, video games, clothes and shoes, some of my favorite artists like DJ Quick, Ice Cube, Pot. Uh, you know, she really helped mold a young nigga. Anyway, shout out to Clinet. So, the budget for this film was $8 million. Uh, it brought in $47.6 million at the box office, so it definitely wasn't, you know... It was profitable, profitable for the studio, but it wasn't a huge success. Uh, but not a loss. However, the movie has gone on to become like a cult classic. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, over the years with... DVD sales and streaming, it's made a killing because everyone loves this movie. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the score, 77% for the critics, 80% for the audience. Uh, and, you know, I feel like they should both be higher. But, you know, honestly, those numbers are great. Um, you know, there's a lot of movies that are hugely successful that don't even have those type of numbers. So my score I gave it a five out of five. I mean, I love this movie. Uh, there's so many quotables. One of my favorite things to say when my wife complains about something uh, is, you know, the, the line Nino gives in the courtroom where he's like, this shit is bigger than Nino Brown. You know, uh, you know, and then if you and your boys have never said to one another, am I my brother's keeper? Are y'all really even friends? Like, come on now. Uh, I can go on and on with the quotes from this movie, but I'm, I'm going to spare y'all. So, uh, the movie is about Nino Brown, played by Wesley Snipes, and his childhood friend G-Money, played by Alan Payne. Uh, they run a crew called the Cash Money Brothers. Uh, they came up in the early 80s selling cocaine. Uh, G-Money stumbles on a new way of selling coke in the form of crack. Uh, and not before long, they start making a million dollars a week. Uh, a cop by the name of Scotty, played by Ice-T, uh, as after them, he tries to infiltrate the gang by letting an ex-drug addict by the name of Pookie, played by Chris Rock, uh, go undercover to work for them in a massive dope spot that they call the Carter. Uh, but the attempt fails miserably. Uh, Pookie winds up getting killed. And then the only thing remains after that is for Scotty himself to go undercover, uh, undercover as a drug dealer. So, you know, I feel like I shouldn't even have to really explain what this movie is about, like, 
if you haven't seen New Jack City, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. Anyway, uh, my favorite character outside of the main uh, is going to be Keisha. Uh, she was definitely with the shits. The Rockabye baby scene is another one of those quotables that you, you know. Uh, and then the way she went out squeezing the Mac at the wedding, I mean, it's legendary. So, uh, if you could recast, if I could recast anybody in this film, I mean, actually, honestly, I wouldn't recast this film at all. Uh, everyone's cast perfectly. Um, you know, there's nobody I can pick out that I would replace. However, if I was doing a 2021 version of the film, and, you know, of course, these actors would be older and not really fit the roles, uh, I would cast... Mahershala Ali is Nino, so basically he'd be taking another one of Wesley Snipes' roles. Uh, I like what he did in Luke Cage as Cottonmouth, so I think he could definitely pull this off. He's shown that, you know, he can be that type of guy. Uh, I'd cast Michael Ely as G-Money, because he kind of has the same type of look, you know, both light-skinned, both kind of look soft and sensitive, you know. Uh, Alan Payne doesn't really look like, you know, the, the tough guy. So I feel like they could, they could be swapped out pretty easily. Uh, I'd cast Michael B. Jordan as Scotty. And I think I'd, I'd give Brandon T. Jackson the role of Pookie. Where is Brandon, by the way? Like, uh, I ain't seen him in anything in, in like, a shit since probably those Percy Jackson movies. Oh, it's been a minute. Anyway... Uh, my favorite scene in the movie, and there's so many. Uh, let's see, the scene where Ice T is chasing Pookie through the uh, through the city after he ran off with the money when he was trying to do the deal, uh, and then you got New Jack Hustler playing in the background. That's a dope one. And he shoots him in the park. You know, um, the New Year's Eve club scene with the live performance from Guy is dope, and that like really captures that late '80s, early '90s vibe. You just had to be there. Uh, the wedding scene shootout is another one. Uh, the the motorcycle hit when they go uh, kill the mob dudes. I mean, it, it's so many, so many. You know, um, but now you know we gonna move. I'm trying to keep this short for y'all. You know, like I said, I want to keep these episodes no more than fifteen minutes. But uh, now for everyone's favorite part of the the episode. The trivia, and we got a lot. Trivia time! All right, and now for the trivia. Uh, the story of Nino Brown was based on the Chambers brothers. Uh, these four brothers so crack in Detroit. Uh, like Nino had his apartment building called the Carter, the Chamber brothers also had an apartment called the Broadmoor. Uh, they moved into the four-story, 52-unit building selling different types of drugs on each floor. Uh, they often sold drugs alongside families who were already living in the building, forcing them to leave or deal with their uh, illegal and dangerous activity. Officials have often claimed that the brothers ran their drug operation like a large, very organized corporation. Uh, the foursome became nationally known when they were caught on tape counting laundry baskets of money and flaunting their wealth. Um, I've actually never heard of these dudes, and I'm definitely going to go look them up after this. So, let's see. Uh, Mario Van Peoples had formed a friendship with Clint Eastwood uh, when the pair made Heartbreak Ridge in 1986. 
Uh, when Van Peebles took the New Jack City screenplay to Warner Brothers, the studio was interested in the material, but weren't keen on having an unknown as the director slash lead actor. Uh, Eastwood personally vouched for Van Peebles and told Warner Brothers to give the kid a shot. Uh, the success of the film launched Van Peebles' directing career. So shout out to Clint, old racist ass. So anyway, uh, on Inside the Actor's Studio uh, in 1994, Chris Rock claimed that for several years following the acclaimed performance as a crack addict, um, drug dealers would approach him and put crack and cocaine in his pocket uh, joking that they thought it was a documentary. He stated that although he knew people who used crack at the time, he never did. Uh, and in his 1997 memoir, uh, Rock This, had only smoked uh, marijuana twice. So, uh, the chase between Scotty and Pookie was improvised. Uh, the original idea was for the chase to be a car chase. Uh, but the movie had gone over budget and was in danger of being shut down. Chris Rock instead hopped on a bicycle and Ice-T chased him on foot, uh, which, in my opinion, made for a really dope scene. So, Let's see. Wesley Snipes originally wanted to play Scotty Appleton. However, Mario Van Peoples and Barry Michael Cooper insisted that he play Nino Brown as the part was written especially for him. Uh, which kind of makes sense because you never see, I mean, outside of Demo this and Demolition Man, you don't ever see Wesley play a, play a bad guy. Uh, he's typically always the cop, you know. So uh, I could see him wanting to play that role. Um, but, yeah, I think he did a better job as Nino. I couldn't see the roles being flipped and Ice-T being Nino um, just because he's not as good as an actor. He did great, but, you know. Anyway, speaking of Ice-T, Ice-T almost refused the role as Scotty because he felt that if the film was a failure, it would negatively affect his rap career. Uh, during an interview with MTV's Kurt Loder back in 1990, Ice-T stated to Loder that he hated the police due to his past connection with the Crips. Uh, however, not only was the film a hit, but it also proved to give him a huge break as an actor. Uh, Ice-T actually recounted in his autobiography that he was cast in the film by being in the right place at the right time. Uh, that place was a nightclub, and Mario Van Peebles was also there that night. Mario said he overheard uh, him talking shit in the bathroom, Ice-T wrote. Uh, I don't remember this exactly, but apparently I was telling someone uh, the problem is they could put me under a microscope and find... If they could put me under a microscope uh, and find one molecule of me that gave a fuck, then they'd have a chance. Uh, Van Peoples liked what he heard and told someone that whoever said that is going to be the star of my next movie. Uh, he found Ice-T in the club, gave him his number, and convinced the rapper to contact him the next day. So, yeah, that's luck right there. Let's see. Tupac uh, auditioned for the role of G-Money was turned down due to the fact that he looked younger than Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I, I, I think Pac could have, I mean, if he looked too young, that, that wouldn't have worked, but yeah, I think he definitely could have killed the role of G-Money if they were closer in age. Uh, let's see, Martin Lawrence uh, actually auditioned for the role of Pookie, however, he opted out of the film following the death of his uh, mentor, Robin Harris. Uh, that definitely would have been something to see. 
Martin is Pookie. I think he could have killed it. Let's see. This film in Boys in the Hood, uh, another film that dealt with drugs, violence, and black communities, were released six, uh, within six months of one another. Uh, five days before it hit theaters, Rodney King was actually brutally beaten by the LAPD, and the footage was broadcast to the world. Uh, it was cited as the cause for various dis disturbances and acts of violence in cities like New York and Los Angeles. Uh, which led to it being pulled from uh, some theaters. So, you know, the riots and the LAPD's fuck shit actually caused uh, two great films to be pulled from a lot of theaters, which is fucked up. Anyway, uh, Ice-T was paid 26000 for his role in this film. Uh, this is per his 2017 interview on The Howard Stern Show. Uh, on Judd Nelson's first day of work, uh, Judd plays, I forget his character's name, Appleton. No, 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 Scotty Appleton, that's Ice-T. Uh, Peretti, he plays uh, Ice-T's partner, Peretti. Um, but yeah, on his first day of work, the film security guards, who were from the Nation of Islam, wouldn't let him on set. Nelson had to find a payphone and call the production office to be allowed in. Uh the first words heard in this film, when the studio logo appears on the screen, uh, are, you're about to witness the strength of street knowledge. It's actually the opening line of the NWA song, Straight Outta Compton. Uh, Barry Michael Cooper uh, actually chose Wesley Snipes for the lead role after seeing him in the music video for Bad by Michael Jackson. So, you know. Don't ever let anybody tell you being a video hoe doesn't lead to success. Worked out for uh, for Wesley. Anyway, last but not least, Vivica A. Fox auditioned for the role of Selena uh, and Keisha. Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't think she could have pulled it off. Maybe Selena. Definitely not Keisha. Anyway, now for uh, the top five. All right, so for this week's top five, it's going to be top five uh, dope Dylan movies. So number one, Paid in Full, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. Right? Uh, honestly, if you don't like that movie, we probably can't even be friends. So uh, Number two, New Jack City. And I kind of feel the same way about this regarding my friendship. It's, it's a dope-ass movie. Um, number three is going to be Blow. I mean, Johnny Depp killed it in that movie. Um, I mean, shit, the movie's perfect, honestly. Number four is going to be Scarface, classic. Uh, and then number five, King of New York, also a classic and definitely a different type of role for Christopher Walken. So, but yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Cue the Review. Go ahead, like, listen, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, give me that five-star uh, rating on Apple iTunes. And, yeah, be back at you guys soon with another episode. Uh, you know, if you, wanna, if you got any requests, go ahead and hit me up on the Instagram DM at uh, the letter Q underscore the underscore review. Um you know, listen to me on the Review and Rebels on the Mission Impossible podcast with Dom Cruz. Uh, yes, that's really it. 
Y'all take it easy out there. Hustler, word I pull the trigger long. Grip my teeth, spray to every nigga gone. Got my block sewn on my dope spots. Last thing I sweat, so suck a punk cop. Move like a king when I roll hop. You try to flex, bang, another nigga drop. You gotta deal with this, cause in the way out. Why? Cash money ain't never gonna play out. I got nothing to lose, much to gain in my brain. I got a capitalist migraine. I gotta get paid tonight. You motherfucking right, stick in my grip. Check my bitch, keep my game tight. So many hoes on my jock, think I'm a movie star. 19, I got a $50,000 car. Go to school, I ain't going for it. Kiss my ass, bust the cap on the Moet. Cause I don't wanna hear that crap. I'd rather be a new jack hustler.